Hello, um, uh, uh, I'm Nathan. Um, I'm, well, I'm, I'm Nathan. Talks about hip hop, um, and uh, this is my first podcast. So bear with me. I'm, I may be a bit stuttery. I may be a bit unconfident with my delivery, but I hope you bear with me. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna be talking about. Um, my top five favorite albums of all time, and how much they have impacted my life. Um, I guess I'll just jump straight into it. Um, I've already recorded this once, but I lost the recording, so um, need to do this all all over again. But you know what? It's fine. I'll power through it. I'll I'll persevere, and I've got this. Um, okay. So we'll we'll go straight into it. Um, number five, we've got "Care for Me" by Sabo, an absolutely and in, like incredibly crafted project. Um, the the way Saba um talks about his um the, the way Saba talks about his cousin Walter's death. Um, like over these incredibly produced beats um and um with with his like amazing amazing rapping voice like i love saba's rapping voice um it truly amazes me like it really it really amazes me um he, he talk, like i said before he talks about how his cousin walter died um first talking about like well, he he talks about it in depth, mainly on life and prom king, and then as the album closer, closer, he he talks in Walter's perspective of um how he how Walter got killed, and it and it's truly heartbreaking. Like it's incredibly heartbreaking and heart wrenching. Um, like just prom king and um heaven all around me, like that two track run is so incredibly solid just for the main themes of the album like he could have just had whatever uh he could have just had like filler as the rest of the tracks and then it would still be a solid concept album um and um uh saba just like 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 i said he just casually rattles off over these in- incredibly well-produced beats um, like uh, mainly on uh, calligraphy, um, which is probably my favorite on the um, on the album, like the the the, the scattering drums, um, the incredible piano loop, um, and then just just the just the way Saba just like casually rattles off his lines, and and his lyricism on that um song is is inc- is just incredible. Like it's not top tier, but it's it's really really good. Um, uh, like I said, it's probably my favorite on the album. Um, it, it's it's an incredibly short, replayable track. Um, that, that's all I have. That's really all I have to say about calligraphy. Um, you've also got um really 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 catchy um songs like uh, Gray. Um. Uh, 
busy busy slash sirens. Um, uh, I look, and all of the all of the tracks on this are just incredibly replayable as well. Um, like they have incredible replay value on its own. So, um, that, that's that's a really really big plus. Um, uh, you know, Gray ha- has a has a really really like um soothing a, a sort of chorus. Um, Busy Slash Sirens is uh, is an incredible storytelling co- tr- uh, double track as well. Um, the only um down on this project for me is the hook on Smile, but I still really like it. Like it's it's really it's not horrible. Like I, I it's grown on me a fair bit. Um, so um. Uh, that's a really it for the album. Um, I I I love the album. I th- I think it's I think it's amazing. It's helped me through. It's helped me through quite a lot of tough tough times. Um. Yeah. That's about it. Um. Okay, so we um the next album. Uh, we've got Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Um, Kendrick, uh, this is this is Kendrick's best for me. Um, I know all the themes and stuff behind To Pimp a Butterfly, and it's that's probably his most well crafted album. Uh, but um, I, I just enjoy the overall sound of Good Kid, Mad City a lot more. Um, uh. Kendrick lays down some of his best rapping on here. Um, uh, it, um, it, has, it has its two best songs of all time for me. Um, that being The Art of Peer Pressure and Mad City. Um, it has its best storytelling on here. Well, for me personally. And uh, to be honest, it's, it's, it's quite far ahead because this is probably the best straight raw um just in your face storytelling album of all time because with t-bab there's there's like a lot of hidden themes that'll take you a while to pick up on but you you will know the the main concept behind this album after like one maybe two lessons at most but you you still managed to um, you, you 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 still managed to um, to put in hidden meanings behind the like the songs and stuff. So um, that that's why th- that's where I think Kendrick is truly like unique with his sound. Um, um, the the art of peer pressure the best storytelling track that I have ever heard. One of my favourite songs of all time. Um Kent and uh Mad City. Like the the beat on that goes so hard on both parts it goes so hard. Um then you've got Good Kid, Kendrick's most underrated song ever. Um it had like um when he like triples up his vocals um for like um for the part right before the hookup it might be like the bridge or like the pre chorus, I don't really know. I don't know music terms, 
um like that what whenever he's like rapping in that with that with those like tripled quadrupled um uh quadrupled up voice uh voice layering like it always has me super hooked into what he's saying um um uh, now we'll we'll go on to saying about me I'm dying of thirst. Um, I I do think the I do think it's fairly overrated. Like I've heard people say it's is a perfect song or something. Well, I've heard people say it's like a perfect song and that is the best song of all time. I I, I disagree with that. I think it's fifth on the album. Um, I, I'd have Art of Peer Pressure. Um. Uh, Mad City, Good Kid, and Money Trees over it, but the storytelling on that track uh, is truly amazing. Um, the dying of thirst section of the track, um, it fits in incredibly well with the main themes of the album. Um, when he when he talks um about um his best friend Dave, um who um who died who sad who tragically died in Kendrick's arms. And when he talks about his brother and um how much Kendrick means to his brother but like keeping the legacy of Dave alive is is truly heart wrenching. Um when he goes on to talk about Keisha's sister for um uh, from section from the Section eighty album. Um that that draws me in and keeps my attention. And then, um, in the third, into the third section of the "Sing About Me" part, not the "Dying of Thirst" part, but the, in the third section of the "Sing About Me" part, when he's like overviewing all of that, and then overviewing life as a whole, talking about how he's like scared of dying, or just his infatuation with death overall, um, that's an incredibly heartbreaking part of the track. Um, I think the sing about me part overall would have fit better on section eighty, like I said. But I'm not mad that it's on that it's on this album. It just m- makes it even more perfect to me. Um, you you've got chill, laid back songs that you can just vibe to, like "Don't Kill My Vibe." It's got it's got it in the name, you know. Um. Uh, you've you've also got, well don't kill my vibe. Um, poetic justice, Compton to an extent, swimming pools. Um, you've got incredibly just hard hitting tracks, with like like really bass focused and trap style. Like it's it's not trap obviously. Like it's clearly not trap, but it's influenced by the trap style. Like um, Mad City, um, backseat freestyle. Um, Money Trees isn't one of them, but Money Trees, like, that song is absolutely amazing. The J-Rock verse is one of the best feature verses I've ever heard personally. Um, um, Kendrick also does his thing on there. Like, like, Kendrick, Kendrick's part is just a full-on vibe. But then, um, J-Rock just goes so hard and gives a lot of intensity to the track. Um, he's also got like 
a, a big handful of just straight storytelling, like raw, unconventional, in-your-face storytelling tracks, um, where, where it's like a slow beat, and then Kendrick's just like, just visually telling you, just like, uh, he, he's speaking to you about, like, um, stuff that's happened in his life when he was growing up, you know, stuff like Shireen, uh, Art of Peer Pressure, like I mentioned, um, uh, saying about me, I'm dying of thirst, real, um, uh, Good Kid and Mad City are both incredibly, like, drawing tracks, well, like, drawing, I mean, like, they draw your attention, like, they, they just keep your attention throughout the whole, um, just, just throughout the whole track, um, and, um, just, just the whole, con the concept as a whole, like, it's, it, it's just incredible, um, I think I might want to move on from this album now, um, to go and talk about my third favourite of all time, um, which is Sylvia Demo by Isaiah Rashad, um, Isaiah Rashad's style is, is so versatile, like he he can rap, he can do melodic flows, he can he can go off on a track, he can, he can just straight up sing, he can do it all, but he really can. Um, uh, um, uh, on on West Savannah, featuring Cesar, like their their vocals. Just like mix so well together, like it 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 sends me to space like every time I listen to it. Um, and then he and then some tracks he just goes off with the flows and the rapping, stuff like a uh, banana, where he where he like du doubles or triples up his vocals, um, on it uh, on like the the first verse, it, it just sounds incredible. And then um, Webby Flow, and then in parentheses, You Like. Um, he, he goes off on that track. Um, and then just the highs on this track are so incredibly high. You know, you've got Shot You Down, probably in my top five favorite songs of all time. Like, they, the, the beat on that, like, the whistling loop. Like, oh, oh my gosh, I, I want to listen to it right now. But I'm I'm doing this podcast. Um. Um. Oh yeah, going back to the highs, you've got Webby Flow, um, the title track, Rep Kevin Miller, West Savannah, Menthol, Heavenly Father, Banana, Brad Jordan, um, Tranquility, um, it, it's like it's so incredibly consistent, and it's just it's just so well put together um also across the full album uh, Isaiah talks about like his struggles with like um well his struggles with mental health as one and how he uses like drugs weed alcohol stuff like that to like numb the pain basically and he he just goes back and reflects on like his past decisions um and 
and basically how he regrets all that. And it's just, it's just incredibly incaptivating. Well, captivating, not incaptivating. Don't know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, and then, like, the production across this album, like, it, 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 sends, you to, it, it, like, it, it sends you to space. It's just, like, it's, it, it's, it's just amazing. Like, it's truly amazing. And uh, I, I love every part of this album so, so much. Like, um, I, I, I don't think I have any other words for this. Like, I, j I want to go and listen to it now. Um, also, um, I'll, I'll talk about how, like, it's helped me throughout, like, darker periods in my life. Um, like throughout uh lockdown, um, was when I first discovered it. Well, it was like late April, early May, when I well when I listened to this for the second time in, in like quite a while, because I first listened to it like over a year ago, and I just never revisited it. I said it was really good, just to like fit in, but I I I never <laughs> I, I didn't understand any of it. Didn't know anything about like music back then, but um, the this album helped me through so much throughout lockdown, um, and and like um, this album helps a lot when you're just like when when you're like sitting alone at like two a.m., just sitting alone with your thoughts, just put that on in the background, um, and just listen to it. It's it's also um it's also great to to study to or like do homework to um because it's got like incredibly soothing beats um and then yeah, I I also just like put it on and listen to it at random times just because I love it so much um so yeah um that's really what I think of Sylvia Demo. Um, I, I can basically play it whenever, like, whatever mood I'm in. Because, like, some tracks I can get, like, hype to. Then when I, then I can just, I can play, like, the sadder tracks when like, I'm, I'm down and stuff. Um, uh, 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 it, it's, it's just such a versatile album with all those sounds and stuff. And it's different vibes. Um... So I guess I'll move on to the to my second favorite album of all time. Sorry about that. Um, so um, it's it's Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator. Okay, I'll I'll start off with with the production on this. Um, although it's not my favorite produced album of all time, that would probably go to Care for Me by Saba, um, which I which I talked about earlier on. Um, but the, the, the production on this is so, so like light, it's warm, it's happy, it's, it's beautiful. It, it's, it's, it just makes me feel happy. Um, and then just the incredible mix of, of styles on this album. It, it's, 
like it, it, just like um, Sylvia demo. I just think it's a bit more versatile. Like it doesn't have any like sad sad points on the album, but you know you, you've got singing tracks like "See You Again," uh, "Where This Flower Blooms," um, uh, "Garden Shed," where like Tyler shows off his angelic singing. Um, with with incredible features as well, um, and then um, you've got you've got incredibly hard bass booming in your face tracks, like um, I ain't got time and uh, who that boy, featuring ASAP Rocky, um, where he what Tyler shows a bit of his old style, and like um, and and just goes off over incredibly hard. And like synth-based beats, um. So, uh, um, I, I really have no words for like all of these albums. They're just all incredible. Um, you can also just like sit out and vibe and vibe to the album. Um, the I'm going back to the production because it's, it's probably my favorite part of this. Um, it's just so lush, warm. It's it's beautiful, and and it it's it's endearing, like um the and the fact that he produced it all himself truly shows how talented Tyler the Creator is as an artist. Um, like his his singing is nothing. Well, his singing and producing probably isn't anything compared to Igor, but. It, but it's so impressive, considering how he started off his career by making music like, 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 like Goblin, or like, or Bastard. Like he he's truly come a long way from his old style. Um, I'll also talk about um my nostalgia with this album. So, um, I first listened to this album, um, like late late twenty seventeen. Um. So, uh, well, late twenty seventeen, like early twenty eighteen. Um. So, uh, um, and well, the school system in Scotland is like, you've got um seven years of primary school, which is like the, which is like easier, and um, where you don't need to worry about much. You then you move on to six years of secondary school. Well. In primary school, you start off at like five years old, and then it's seven years, so it's like it takes to like twelve years old. Then you've got six years of secondary school, um, where it's like twelve to thirteen to like um, like eighteen years old, and then after that, you've got college slash uni, um, which the well, it's like it's like college and it's like it's just college slash uni. I'm pretty sure you do like um a little bit of college and like in the middle of um high school and and then you move, well you move on to uni after high school if if you want to um so at the moment I'm in third year in secondary school and um I get like bombarded with homework like fairly often mainly by maths 
and it like stresses me out so much. So and when I first listened to this album, I was like, I, I was in like I was in the final year of primary school, where I didn't I where like the homework was fairly easy. I don't get homework basically every day. Um, I got I got like one small piece of homework on Monday, and you just to hand it in t- to Friday, and then that was it for the week. I could just do whatever I wanted. Um, so whenever I listen to the album, like it just takes me back to then when I was when I was just happier, and I wasn't stressed out. I didn't have anxiety from like hanging handing in homework. Um. I was just truly a lot happier then, um, and um, I have cried to this album a few times, just because of how much, how how stressful life is at the moment. Um, I, I, um, like just just the nostalgia of, um when when i'm listening to this and how it like takes me back to like um p p7 like it's this um it, it was hard not to shed a, a little tear but you know we move we move i'm i'm staying strong you know like life is okay at the moment at, at best um Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll talk about my favorite album of all time now. Um, um, nineteen ninety nine by Joey Badass. I'll talk about the rapping on here first. Um, for being sixteen, uh, well, and recorded most of the songs at fifteen. This project is incredibly impressive. Oh, um, I'm sorry if this is going to get cut short a little. Um, I, I don't have much time to record. Um, but the the rapping on this, the lyricism is incredible. It's just incredibly so- solid the whole way through. Um, the beat selection has some of my favorite beats I've ever heard. Um, from the tombs, hard knock, daily routine, don't front as examples. Um, it has some of my favorite verses ever. Um, like on snakes and um, uh, hard knock verse two, um, and all the verses on survival tactics, which is my favorite um, song of all time. Um, the fact that he's only that he only um, had his, his pro era friends, his pro era crew as features, like astonishes me, and how they all put in incredibly solid e- efforts. Like um, that's just truly amazing to me. Um. Uh, uh, well, the features put in like incredibly solid efforts as well. Like um, Steez had one of the best verses on the project. Um, CJ Fly on Hard Knock was like was really great, really great. Um, Chuck Strangers on From the Tombs, I'm sure it was. Uh, he went off on there. Um. And just to make a project of that quality at that young an age, like it truly baffles me. Like, um, and to have it become my favorite album of all time, 
like um, I give major props to Joey with that and also like I can just put on this album whenever and I'll just vibe out to it like you know when I'm studying when I'm um, when I'm just like sitting there with nothing to do when um, like I have actual work in school and they tell me I can put my headphones in and also when I'm like down I, I just put on put on this album and like it it just helps me power through um, that's really all I have to say like this this album's probably impacted me the most um, it stuck with me the second most behind Flower Boy because I've listened to that for a long time. But to be honest, that's about it for my podcast. Thank you for ch- ch- tuning in. How can I not pronounce that? Thank you for tuning in. Um, if you did, if you didn't, um, you wouldn't be able to hear this because you because you haven't. Okay. Um. Thank you for listening to this. And goodbye.